What's up, everyone? Welcome to this day in Philly Sports History for September 28th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Quick housekeeping note before we get into today's episode. A new Back to the Future dropped last night. Be sure to check it out. Took a deeper dive into Scott Rowland and the Phillies Wall of Fame. We had talked about that last week on here, but I felt that it needed to have a longer format to really dive into some of the nuances of it. So be sure to check that out, Back to the Future with a PH, wherever you get your podcasts as well as YouTube. Be sure to like and subscribe because there's hopefully, if everything goes well and we are on track, Big announcement coming on Sunday, October 1st, so stay tuned. Uh, And the best way to stay in the loop is liking and subscribing so all the information gets sent to your inbox. Follow me on social media as well, Jimbo underscore Mott, Instagram at Philly Jimbo. But more Phillies on Back to the Future next week as well as we get ready for the playoffs of Red October. All right, sticking with the Phils. Good win, I have to say. I'm, I'm surprised that they had the fight they did. They got down 5 nothing, which I don't necessarily think was a shock since I'm sure they were all out partying the night before. But came back to win 7-6. Uh, Harper's remained laser-focused, went 3-4 for four with a homer. Uh, Garrett Stubbs hit a homer. Brandon Marsh hit a homer. And, and again, this team, they're, they're just fun. They fight, and you can never count them out. It was a rough outing for Ranger. Not sure if I will put a lot of stock in that since they were out celebrating late the night before. Uh, But the big story is how is Thompson going to set up this this rotation? Is who's going to be the number three? Is it going to be Ranger? Is it going to be Sanchez? Uh, Is he going to? It looks like he's going to go Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, but then that third spot is up for grabs. So we'll see. We have some time to figure it out. Um, at this point, we won our over 88 and a half game bet. Uh, that cash last night, I would love to get to 90 wins at this point. Uh, they have three more games against the, or one more game, I guess, against the Pirates, and then three more against the Mets. So we get one out of them. I would love to be able to say we won 90 wins and, and improved upon, which we already have. We've improved upon last season. So I like what's going on. Kirk. What the new guy that throws hard, I cannot pronounce his name to save my life. Uh, looked good again in his one inning of work, and, and I'm I'd like to see him more because I wouldn't mind having like you can never have guys too many guys that throws uh, too hard in your bullpen. So I'd like to see him pitch a little bit more uh, over these next four games as well. If you want more Phillies coverage, time is running out. We're down to the last four days of the 75% off sale from 2008 Phils. All that information is in the description. Get you access to their full catalog of articles and uh, posts. Gives you the 2008 World Series Championship banner t-shirt. 2008 Phils will follow your Twitter. Access to autographs and uh, tickets and giveaways and things like that. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of stuff they're, they're doing for the playoffs. So be sure to check that out. It's $2 a month. It's $20 for the year. Time is running out. Only four more days before this offer expires. Be sure to check it out in the description. And if you won the the bet for the Phillies over 88.5, why not spend some of that money on 2008 Phillies and get a full year's worth of Phillies coverage? It will take you all the way through most of next season. All right, going to the Eagles. Uh, 
the only big names really that were on the injury report were Sidney Brown and Quez Watkins, both dealing with hamstrings. Uh, they did not practice. Not sure what their status will be for Sunday's game. Uh, Landon Dickerson was a full participant in practice, so that was good. Uh, A.J. Brown, apparently the story was, if you remember, he came out with those bright highlighter yellow cleats. Uh, the NFL made him change them uh, because you're not allowed to have fun and or wear your own cleats except for when the NFL supports. It's where you design your own cleats day or whatever, which is really, really stupid if you ask me, but hey. All right, final thing I'm going to say about this because it's a story that's not going away, and I'm sure it will not go away all season. And if the Eagles make a Super Bowl run, I'm sure there's going to be. I can already see the packages now on the tush push or the brotherly shove, whatever you want to call it. And the more and more people are bitching about it and saying that it's cheating and blah, 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 that's fine. And and you know what? If the, if the NFL wants to outlaw it, guess what? the Eagles are still going to pick up those quarterback sneaks because I think the reason why most teams are not doing it is because it's not easy to do. One, two, look at our offensive line. They are the best offensive line in the league. So, yes, they're going to get that push no matter what. And then don't forget, I think lost in all of this is, sure, they're pushing a little bit, but Jalen Hurts can squat 600 pounds. It's not like it's my eight-year-old going out there trying to to run behind that line and they're pushing him in. Jalen Hurts can squat 600 pounds. I've seen the video. So do what you got to do. I mean, whatever. But I'm, I'm sick of hearing it. And again, I feel as though this is one of those things that like people are just trying to pick, pick, pick. But whatever. Uh, final Sixers. Uh, Sixers. Final. Final. Okay, we were talking about the Eagles. Final Eagles note before we move to the Sixers, I'll get it, uh, is that I don't know if you guys follow this or if you don't. There's an account on Twitter. Uh, I refuse to call it X. It's Twitter. But it's called Scoregami, and it gives you all the different combinations of NFL scores and how many times they've happened, when the last time it happened. Well, the Eagles score on Monday night, 25-11. to That was the first time in the history of the NFL that that score has ever happened. So kind of a a cool little fact there, and I didn't realize it until I read it in the paper yesterday. Uh, Also... New Clashing Conferences podcast dropped last night. I, I started listening to it on my workout this morning, uh, but it just exactly what you want from the other NFC East fans as the Eagles were the only team that won. So be sure to check those guys out. The Clashing Conferences podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. All right, so not necessarily Sixers news, but... But a huge splash in the NBA that the Ripples are going to have major impact on the Sixers. And that's Damian Lillard getting traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I did not see that one coming. And obviously it makes them better. Uh, But he didn't go to Miami, which everybody expected. But, I mean, putting him with Giannis is, I mean, that's still pretty, it's an upgrade for Milwaukee. But. but there's a lot of rumors going on that the next move could be Drew Holiday being traded and that the Sixers do have interest in bringing him back home. I do not hate this at all, especially with the James Harden situation. And then speaking of James Harden, I think now that Damian Lillard's been traded, that opens up now the next move. I feel like everybody was waiting to see what was going to happen with Dame. Now that he's been traded, 
the next piece of the puzzle is going to be hardened. So I look for a move to be made within the next 10 days before camp opens. I, I cannot see them at this point now that he is the big name that that is asking for a trade. Uh, I, I feel like teams are going to be like, okay, this is what the asking price was for Dame. Here's Harden's on like a tier or two lower than, so let's figure this out. But I fully, fully expect him to be traded by the start of training camp in 10 days. And I would not be surprised if we had a Drew Holiday homecoming, almost kind of making the whole process. That's one of those things that would come full circle, uh, in my opinion. But buckle up. It's going to be an exciting few days. Uh, <coughs> like I said, I don't know where it's going to go. But to me, the next logical step is for James Harden to be traded. And, I mean, I think for the other part of the Sixers now is that it is uh, – it makes the Easter Conference – I mean, the Bucks were kind of already up there above them anyway. However, it's like – now you just made them better, and then it's Boston, and it's just very, very apparent to me that the the Sixers are just in a, a, a different tier than what the the other uh, the other teams are. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, they they still like the, the Tobias contract and the James Harden contract, and once they get them off, it's. I don't know. Sorry, I went way more on a rant with the Sixers than what I expected to today, but. They're gearing up. I feel like it's the story that hasn't died yet. Uh, Flyers lost in preseason action 2-1 to one to the Islanders yesterday. Union uh, had a 1-1 draw. Uh, they actually are now only one point back still of that second place, uh, second seed in the Eastern Conference as their playoff race is heating up. Uh, more on them as we go. But between the Sixers, between the Flyers opening up, between the Union's playoff push, the Red October, Eagles season, all of that, go to phillygoat.com. Get that Red October shirt. Uh, just keep an eye on what they got. I can't even keep up. They're always having new new things come out, new specials. Uh, so be sure to check it. Uh, maybe if Ryan, if you're listening, maybe you could you could do something with the numbers that we did for who wore it best. Just saying. Uh, but go to phillygoat.com. Check them out. I mean, you name it, they got it. Uh, get the Red October shirt though. Like that that shirt is phenomenal. Go to phillygoat.com, use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. All right. Now that I'm done with my Sixers rant, and that team, for some reason of all the teams, that's the team that just gets me the most fired up. And ugh. Anyway, today we're going to go back to 1958. And on September 28th, 1958, almost four months to the day that the Eagles traded for him, Norm Van Brocklin made his Eagles debut. He went 12 for 25, 109 yards, ran in a touchdown, uh, but the Eagles came out on the losing end to Washington, 24 to 14. That 1958 team went 2-9-1. And the story, I don't want to get too much into it because later this fall we'll be doing a Back to the Future episode on Van Brocklin. But he retired because he didn't want to play for the coach in uh, out in L.A., then changed his mind, got traded uh, for a couple players and a pick. Again, we'll go into the details this fall. But ultimately, the trade did pay off for the Eagles because in the three years that Van Brocklin played there, they won the championship in 1960, uh, the third 
NFL championship they won and the last championship they won until the Eagles won Super Bowl 52. But on this day, back in 1958, it was Norm Van Brocklin making his long-awaited debut for the Eagles. Uh, it was a rough season, but the the goal and the, the light was at the end of the tunnel at this point where three years later they did win the Super Bowl. All right, time for who wore it best and I feel like today is just a rant day. It must be because it's Thursday. I don't, I don't know. But uh, Dr. J did win, not shockingly. Uh, I, I think the bigger shock, Dr. J won with 88% of the vote. And a lot of people in the comments were saying that it wasn't close. I'm not sure I agree with that. And again, maybe this is another topic. I, I do have a, an underappreciation back to the future in the works as well. But to me, the first of all, the biggest shock on this was Ryan Howard did not get one single vote. Uh, the other votes that the other 12% went to Johnny Callison, believe it or not. So uh, interesting note, and it ties right into Ryan Howard being unappreciated. And I mean, the man had historic numbers, like Babe Ruth numbers during that five, six-year stretch. And I think people forget about it because they look at the strikeouts. Now guys strike out all the time. And it, Ryan Howard, wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be thought of that he struck out. So enough about that. I'll save some of the Ryan Howard stuff for a later Back to the Future. But congrats to Dr. J. And again, I can't be mad at it. It's a good, It's not like you, you went wrong with it. I just, I don't know. I don't understand the lack of love for Ryan Howard. But let's move on. All right, today we're going with number 21. Currently, Joel wears number 21, Sidney Brown for the Eagles, uh, and Garrett Stubbs, one of the heroes from last night's Phillies game, also is number 21. Other notables, and there was a lot of players in Philly history that have worn 21. World B. Free, Larry Costello, who's a longtime national uh, in Syracuse, a Sixer, as well as a Philadelphia Warrior, so long ties in this area. Kenny Payne, if you remember him from the Barkley era, uh, Larry Hughes, Matt Harpery, uh, Thad Young, and there you go. That's another guy you can bring back and really bring that process full circle. Uh, Ronald Darby wore it post-Super Bowl. Patrick Johnson, Super Bowl hero, that big interception against the Vikings. Yosilio Hansen, uh, Bobby Taylor, Peter Forsberg in his two years here at the Flyers, Scott Laughlin, James Van, Reed, Van Reemsdyke, Vincent Velasquez, John Lieber, Dickie Thon, one of my all-time favorite names. Uh, and then I will say these two, I put them in the notable because I didn't think they were quite on the level of the two guys we're going to focus on today. Bake McBride, if you want more on Bake McBride, we talked a lot about him yesterday uh, when I recorded Back to the Future. And then Bobby Taylor. And I think those guys are notable, great players in their own right. Just not on the same tier as the two we're going to focus on today. And obviously, we got to go Joe. Uh, Joel Embiid, seven years here in Philly. He's averaged 27 points a game, 11 rebounds. Uh, last year's MVP, two-time scoring champ. Uh, he is the, the embodiment of the process, six-time All-Star. Uh, and I still don't think he's done yet. Uh, I'm anxious to see what this... Uh, this offseason and the next two years are going to be very pivotal in his career. But for now, he's done enough to me to be warranted as one of the greatest 21s in Philly sports history. Going up against Eric Allen, who also has spent seven years or spent seven years in Philly. He's the Eagles all-time interception leader. Uh, shares that with Bill Bradley and uh, Brian Dawkins. 
Two-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler. He is in the Eagles Hall of Fame. He's on their 75th anniversary team. Five interception returns for a touchdown. I still remember the one against the Jets. We'll never forget it when he handed the ball to Randall when he broke his leg or sprained his knee. I forget which injury that was. Uh, one of the best to ever do it on those Eagles defenses. Should be in the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I, to this day, I don't know why he's not. But now it's your turn. Who wore it best? Who is the best 21 in Philly sports history? Is it Joel Embiid? Is it Eric Allen? Should I have put Bake McBride and Bobby Taylor on that list? Let me know. Cannot wait for the announcement Sunday because it's going to really open up and, and change the, the dynamic of some of this stuff. So hang on and stay tuned for that. But let me know what you think. Who wore 21 the best? On this day, back in 1958, number 11, Norm Van Brocklin, made his long-awaited debut for the Eagles. Ultimately would lead them to the championship. <sighs> I'm telling you, there's going to be a hard bomb coming soon. I'm, I can feel it coming. We talk about Schwarz bombs. You, you heard the Sunday Night Football with, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. I can feel it coming. There's a hardened bomb coming. He will be out of here within the next 10 days. That is my prediction. We'll have more on the Eagles as we get closer to the game. Phils, let's get to that 90th win. I love it. Uh, but be sure to listen to Back to the Future. Check out Clashing Conferences. Go get your Red October shirt at Philly Goat. It's supposed to be a cloudy, dreary day today. No rain, though. That's coming tomorrow. So try to get out and enjoy it. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. Go have yourselves a Thursday. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.